You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiu, and we are recording this transfer update show ahead of Arsenal's trip to Brighton and Hove Albion this evening in the Premier League. So anything we say about that match um, that might come up in the conversation ahead of that match uh, will probably be out of date by the time those of you listening on the audio platform get to pick this up. So do uh, bear that in mind when listening. We are focusing here on our transfer update and we're going to be discussing a couple of the big reports with regards to the Arsenal around the number of players that the Gunners are currently being linked with. And one of those players, the one I want to start with, the first one is a player that's been a bit of a nemesis to Arsenal over the years and that is Diego Costa, uh, of course, the former Chelsea man. Now, Diego Costa has left Atletico Madrid after his contract was terminated by mutual consent. The club announced on Tuesday that Costa's deal, which only had six months remaining, had been rescinded. It now means that Costa will be able to join a new club on a free transfer, whilst Atletico Madrid get to significantly reduce their wage bill, allowing them to reinforce the squad during January. So the statement from the club read as follows. Atletico Madrid and Diego Costa have reached an agreement for the termination of the strikers contract, which was to end on June 30th, 2021. The striker asked to leave the club for personal reasons a few days ago and on Tuesday signed the termination, the termination of his contract. The club thanks Diego Costa for his dedication during these years and wishes him well in the next stage of his professional career. Atletico Madrid manager Diego Simeone said that Costa had given everything to the club. He has given us a lot and we have given him a lot. Simeone told a news conference on Tuesday. He needs new challenges because he feels good, strong and informed. I can only imagine that wherever he goes. <coughs> Sorry, I can only imagine that wherever he goes. He will do well because he is a fighter. Uh, so there you have it. Diego Costa is uh, on route to somewhere, but we don't exactly know where yet. And there have been reports suggesting that Arsenal have been keeping tabs on him. Arsenal have been watching him. I want to hear you guys' thoughts in the, in the comments section. Is he better than Lacazette? Would you rather have Diego Costa uh, up top ahead of Alexander Lacazette? Would you not? Is he a troublesome player? Is he somebody that would bring more divide to the dressing room? Is he somebody that would cause more division? Is he a character that, given his history, you definitely do not want to see at the Emirates Stadium? Let me know your thoughts in the comments section. Uh, I'm going to be sharing with you guys my thoughts as well. But before... Uh, I do that. I just want to remind you guys one more time. If you haven't already, be sure to smash that like button. It is so, so important. Please make sure uh, you click like. It doesn't cost you a thing, but it's huge for the channel. So please smash the like button. Subscribe as well if you're new. As I pointed out yesterday, um, around about 46, 47% of the people that watch these videos are not subscribed to the channel. So let's put that right. Let's get as many of you on board as possible. Uh, so yeah, let me know your thoughts in the comments and I'm going to share my thoughts now on uh, Diego Costa. 
<clears throat> it's an interesting one because Diego Costa for me is is one of those players I've always looked at and thought if you play against him, you absolutely hate him. But if he plays for your team, I can understand why you would absolutely love him. Diego Costa uh, is one of those figures who winds people up, gets in people's faces, always makes a nuisance of himself and has always actually uh, performed, I think, to a pretty good standard, not just um, on the domestic scene, but obviously on the European scene as well. Diego Costa is somebody who, um, you know, has played in in arguably the two best leagues in, in Europe, in, in La Liga uh, and the Premier League and been very, very successful in both of those. So I can see why there is an appeal to some. Um, you know, his attitude is something that I think a lot of Arsenal fans probably feel that over the last few years we've we've been missing. Um, that fight, that shithousery that uh, Diego Costa uh, brings to the table. But for me, I can't get past the fact that he is 32 years old. I also can't get past the fact that for Atletico to have allowed him to terminate his contract the way he has probably tells you quite a bit about where he's at in terms of his career. Um, They'll say that it allows them to strengthen in the January transfer window because it takes a significant chunk off their wage bill. And that's probably too true as well. But it does feel very much like Diego Costa is on the decline. And and otherwise, why else would Atletico have been so willing to do this particular type of deal? So I'm not I'm not fully convinced that bringing Diego Costa to the Emirates Stadium now would be a good move, would be the right move. Um, In his prime, different story, but this is not Diego Costa in his prime. You've got to be aware of that. Um, Would he be an upgrade on some of the current options that we have? Would he be an upgrade on Alexander Lacazette? Maybe. Um, Would he be an upgrade on an Eddie Nketiah currently? Certainly. Um, You know, I know a lot of Arsenal fans are excited about Balogun, about what he might bring to the table in the future, but there's also speculation about his future and whether or not he's actually going to be at the club. We've gone big on Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, giving him a massive contract to keep him at the football club. You know, it feels very much as though the club have hung their hat on on Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang with regards to our key um, and number one striking option. Look, I I just can't get on board with this Diego Costa thing. I mean, I, I find it... You know, had Arsenal been a club who financially were in a really, really good state, um, financially were very powerful, a bit like Man United in the way that they went and got Edinson Cavani when they had Rashford, they had Martial, they had Greenwood coming through. They know they've got the talent there. So bringing a bit of experience as a bit of a backup isn't necessarily a bad thing and, and, and can be a positive, actually, because those players can learn from him. You can also bring him on at, at key stages in games uh, when you're in need of uh, of some inspiration and somebody as experienced as Costa, who's been around the block and seen it all, done it all, you know, would add that for you. But Arsenal are not in a position, I don't think, to be going out and handing another contract to somebody um, who is, you know, at the back end of his career, um, somebody who is is clearly on the way down. I, I just don't think it would be a sensible move. So I can't get on board with this one. I really, really can't. But I'm interested to know what some of you guys uh, are saying in the comments. Let's go over to some of your comments now. Graham Sutherland says that would bring harmony to the dressing room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Norwegian Aguna agrees. Omar Yahia says, uh, no, thanks. He's finished. Inter Yanan says, if Arteta struggled to sort out Genduzi, 
Imagine trying to man manage that nutcase it would be a disaster signing. True Gunas says I'd rather bring Tim Sherwood in as manager. Anthony says the Chelsea retirement home has reopened. Vinias says he's better than Lacazette. Let's you know if you compare sort of their records overall. You know Diego Costa. 120 appearances for Chelsea, 58 goals, 24 assists during his 215 appearances um, for Atletico Madrid. He, he's made, he scored 83 goals, 36 assists. So he's got a pretty impressive record, Diego Costa. There's no doubt about that. Um, so I think you could make a case that he's better than Alexander Lacazette. But as I've already said, I think this is a player that's on the decline, a player who's over the hill and when we've spent most of the season up until now sitting here moaning about the fact that we gave Willian the deal that we did um, and, and some of the other players that we brought in in recent years who have perhaps been in the twilight stages of their careers, uh, you know, this just doesn't feel right. It does it. it. It really doesn't. Regardless of whether you think that he would do a better job than Alexander Lacazette in the, the immediate sort of term. Uh, big hello to Tazel says, bless you. Uh, after my sneeze on camera. Thank you so much, mate. I didn't see that one coming and I couldn't stop it. Happy birthday for the other day as well. Big shout out to Tazel. Um, happy birthday to you. Uh, Melon Scam says he's obviously dead wood or else they'd keep him. Uh, Tini Vogel says, no way can we bring Costa to our club. Um, Winters Raff says, no, I don't want Costa, the 32-year-old coffin dodger. Anywhere near my club, we have an enough old, broken-down ex-Chelsea players. Thank you. The overlord of procrastination says, no. Um, yeah, I don't know about the coffin dodger comment. And Melon Scam points that out in the chat as well. 32-year-old uh, coffin dodger. I'm 33. I'm 30. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I don't agree with the coffin dodger bit. I'd, I'd like not to agree with that anyway. Uh, Anthony also says, another over 30s washed up player. When are Arsenal going to learn? Tazel goes on to say, I love Costa as a player, but he's aging and I don't think he's what we need right now. I'd like to see Arsenal bring in the type of centre forward who can hold up the ball. Um, but I think there are other options out there. Um, you know, for example, I'd take Olivier Giroud, I think, before I'd sign Diego Costa. Uh, genuinely, um, I think De uh, Olivier Giroud has been in excellent form uh, again this season. He's been so, so good and, and, and so impressive for Chelsea. And you wonder, don't you, looking at, at Chelsea now, how he's not starting every single week. Obviously, he started uh, in the game against Villa last night managed to get a goal as well. Um, but yeah, you know, Olivier Giroud would be a better option for me. Um, Xander says he hasn't scored double figures since he left Chelsea. Plus he's a walloper. Uh, Chris Pantelli says Costa is a very good player, Harry, and would be a good signing for anyone. But I don't see him coming to the Emirates, I believe. And it's only my opinion that Arsenal won't be looking for a striker. Daniel Miller says Diego Costa is washed up. Just another potential Willian if we sign him. Uh, let's see what else you guys um, are saying. I know a lot of people are kind of talking about the mentality that Diego Costa would bring to the squad and that it is something that we're probably lacking at the Arsenal. Uh, that's, uh, you know, I think you can find players with the right attitude that aren't Diego Costa, to put it frankly. Uh, Russ Morgan says, I would rather have Jury for six months than Costa. Completely agree. Um, Kalidal. Kalidali 2000 says, please, Harry, we don't want another Willian. A lot of people worried that we could go down that route again of offering a player who's over the hill a contract bigger than 
what he probably deserves and then be stuck with him for a significant period of time off the back of that. And I, I certainly share that concern. I really do. Uh, Patrick says, much rather Giroud back than Costa. Costa is too much trouble, if you ask me. Um, Hum Kumar says, it's fake news. Yeah, look, I think at this time of year, you know, with the January transfer window around the corner, there are always going to be lots of these kind of stories and there's going to be lots of this kind of talk. But, the, you know, you can't be sure that it's fake news at this point. You can have a very uh, strong suspicion, but that's about it. Um, certainly fake news, uh, certainly could be fake news, I should say. Um, but, you know, you never know. You never know. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Um, John Adder says, is Arsenal trying to become a retirement place for Chelsea players? Yeah, a lot of people feeling that way about it. Uh, Martin says, experienced players are useful. Look at Cavani at Man United or Thiago at Chelsea. We just happened to sign the trash out there. Yeah, I agree that experienced players can come in and be uh, be positives uh, and you can really benefit from bringing those types of players in. You know, I spoke about it earlier in, in this very podcast about the, the impact that Edinson Cavani um, is having at Manchester United. And, uh, you know, Thiago is another prime example. Thiago Silva, that is at Chelsea. We just signed some of the bad ones. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. I think they can be of use. They can help um, and they can, you know, enhance you as a football team. But, you know, you it's got to be the right player. It's got to be someone with the right attitude and in an area in which you, you, you need to upgrade. And, I, uh, you know, I think Diego Costa, in my opinion, probably would be a slight upgrade on some of our options. But at 32 years old, how long is that going to be the case for? And um, how much investment in terms of his contract is going to be required to get him to the Emirates Stadium? That would concern me. That would worry me. Uh, Hisham Ibrahim says, if the William deal worked out and he performed, or if if we hadn't even signed him, we would all have been crying for Costa to be signed. Um, Steve in Cyprus, big shout out to you, my friend. He says he's getting on now. And how many ex-Chelsea? Yeah, it's a, it's a concern. Uh, uh, let's see what else uh, we've got here. The Guna Talk says, do you think Arsenal should be looking at striker full stop, let alone Costa? I do. I do think Arsenal should be looking at a different type of centre forward in terms of a player's profile. I do feel like we need somebody who can be a bit of a target because, you know, as we've seen time and time again, when Arsenal have struggled to create so far this season, the, the go-to has been to put balls into the penalty area to try and pick people out in the middle to play the percentage game, if you like, in terms of getting the ball into those areas and hoping someone gets on the end of it. Mikel Arteta is obviously big on that because he's used it um, to justify a number of performances this season. And I do feel like a, a striker in a different profile, someone big, physical, powerful, with the ability to hold the ball up, um, would benefit us. Yeah, I, I really, really do. So I would be interested um, to see Arsenal go out there and look for a different type of profile striker. Not sure Diego Costa is the man. As I said earlier on in the stream, I'd prefer Olivier Giroud out of the two, if it was out of the two. Um, but yeah, I do think Arsenal need a different profile of striker. And with Lacazette's contract, it will, it will just have a year remaining at the end of this season. And you've got to start to wonder what the next move is with Laka. Do we keep him? Do we start looking at moving him on? Um, Eddie Nketiah, for me, isn't going to cut it at Arsenal. I've, I think I've been quite uh, forthright about that or about that being my opinion, at least, um, on Eddie Nketiah. I just don't see it. And um, with following Balogun, we don't even know if he's going to be an Arsenal player come the summer. So... Um, yeah, we're going to have to 
have to look around, I think. I really do. Uh, let's see what else we've got here in terms of your comments. Um, Chris asks me about Julian Brandt. I shared my view on Brandt on yesterday's show. Um, remind me later on in the question section of this show, and I will um, I will come back to that if you want. Um, but I just want to keep on the on the Diego Costa thing for a couple more minutes, and then we'll move on to some other stories. Uh, in terms of the striker point, uh, Khalid Ali says we should try and get Haaland. I'd love to get uh, Erling Haaland at the Emirates Stadium, but it's going to be a tall order uh, with Europe's elite certainly circling around him. Uh, Tizel also says, I really think we need to ship out some of the Deadwood first. Having these average squad players around the first team can't be helping Arteta's plan with the players he has future plans for. Agreed. The priority first has to be to move some of those guys out. Um, what else have we got? Um, some of you mentioned in the fact that the idea of, um, the idea of, uh, of Diego Costa coming in could be linked to, to Edu. And, you know, we know that some of those deals haven't worked out particularly well up until this point. Um, and that obviously makes people feel uneasy. Uh, Deepesh says, proper striker, get him in. He would walk into your side as captain. I don't think there's any question about Diego Costa being a really good footballer or having been a really good footballer at points in his career um, or, or for a long period of his career. But I just, I just don't feel like when you're trying to rebuild a whole club in the way that Mikel Arteta is, when you're going big on this longer-term project, that I just don't feel like Diego Costa... It is a long-term solution. And in that case, what what would be the bloody point in bringing him in? Um, you know, what would be the point? Uh, let's see what else you guys are saying. Um, lots of you asking me about Brandt, so I'll quickly touch on that. Um, I, I do like Julian Brandt. I think he's a really talented player. Um, as I said, my knowledge of the Bundesliga isn't great. Um, I did commentate on a few Borussia Dortmund games at the back end of last season after the restart. And I was really impressed with Julian Brandt, genuinely. Um, but I I'm always wary of the fact that it was a very small sample size of matches. And I don't think that it, things have gone too well for Brandt at Dortmund this season. Not to say he's become a bad player overnight or that he won't be an improvement on what Arsenal currently have. Um, and if the price was right, it, he's certainly an option I'd consider based on what I know about him. But as I said on yesterday's transfer update show, if we get to a point where the Julian Brandt rumours look a little bit more serious, look a little bit more um, genuine and look like they have a little bit more to them, then we'll bring someone, um, we'll bring someone on uh, to uh, to give a bit more of an insight on him. Uh, big hello to Chris Giorgio. He says, Costa aside, is your Xhaka figurine at the ready tonight? Do you know what? I've even unboxed him because the box was a little bit damaged and I thought he could be more powerful and do more uh, maybe if he sits in front of my television um, here in the man cave tonight uh, ahead of uh, ahead of a game against Brighton and Hove Albion. So, yep, the Xhaka figurine is at the ready. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to another story. Uh, Arsenal being linked with uh, Sevilla's Jean Jordan um, as the answer to Arsenal's midfield problems. Uh, Arsenal looking to, to land the Sevilla start in the January transfer window uh, to alleviate Mikel Arteta's midfield woes. Um, according to The Sun, the Spanish club have a £55 million release clause on the 26-year-old, but are prepared to talk on a deal worth around £32 million. Uh, 
Um, they forked out eleven million pounds Sevilla in twenty nineteen. They when they brought him in from Ibar, um, but he started. But you know he, he's known for his combative style of play in the middle of the park. Um, but has operated in wide areas as well. Apparently, Julian Lopetegui, the Sevilla boss, is a huge fan of him. Um, and he was a huge component of that side that won the Europa League. Also starred against Wolves and Manchester United as they went to beat it, went on to beat Inter in the final. Um, you know, this is not a player that I've I've watched a great deal of. Jean Jordan he's made 12 appearances in La Liga so far this season, uh, two assists so far. Let's have a look at his uh, average performance rating uh, based on his campaign so far. Uh, but it is a, a story that is being reported by a number of outlets at the moment that Arsenal are considering bringing in this player. According to whoscored.com, his average performance rating currently stands at 6.7 out of 10 Um in La Liga and in the Champions League, where he's made two starts and three substitute appearances, it stands at 6.84 out of 10. So he's somebody who um, he seems to to um, have a decent reputation and, and he's somebody that Yulian Lopetegui clearly likes. And, and I rate Lopetegui as a coach. I really, really do. Um, you know, I think he's um, somebody that that could be a potential solution. But is he somebody I'd be massively excited about? No, just because he's not somebody that's ever been on my radar until these reports have come about. And it's very easy, isn't it, as football fans to get sucked into reports, to get lured into reports and end up thinking that you really want someone. And then you take a step back and you think, actually, did I want this guy in the first place, though? And the answer with Joan Jordan is probably not. Um, I'd like to see Arsenal go get someone a little bit more creative, um, because I feel like that's what we need. I feel like we've got combative players in in Partey, in El Nene, in Xhaka. I think even to a degree, um, you know, Ceballos can do that as well. So I, I do think that creativity has to be the primary, uh, you know, top, uh, the primary concern when it comes to recruiting in midfield uh, for Arsenal right now. So I'd be interested to see uh, if they do uh, bring in a midfielder and if they do, I think that they would lean towards someone of that profile as opposed to Joan Jordan, although those reports um, are gathering quite a bit of pace in Spain at the moment. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on that one. Right. Uh, that brings me to the end of this uh, live transfer update stream. Uh, I put a little Twitter post out, a YouTube post out earlier, sorry, uh, asking whether you guys wanted me to do a watch along. Uh, for tonight's game against Brighton and Hove Albion. We're stuck in tier four here in London. Can't go and watch it with anyone. Going to be sitting here uh, in the man cave watching it anyway. So I figured I'd see if you guys were down for it. Um, and 77% of you say yes. So um, as you guys know, um, I have been a little bit under the weather over the last uh, couple of weeks. But if all is well and I'm still feeling the way I'm feeling now, which is OK, uh, then I, I will jump on and do a watch along for the game. And we'll be holding the fans phone in show after the game at around about half past eight this evening. So keep your eyes peeled on the at Chronicles underscore AFC uh, Twitter feed for that. We're going to be bringing you that phone in show. I'll be joined by Dan Potts uh, to co-host it alongside me. And we'll be uh, taking you guys's calls on the Arsenal. So, uh, yeah, very much looking forward to that. Come join us for the watch along uh, if you fancy it. Um, and uh, I will be bringing you as best commentary as I possibly can by myself. Um, and, uh, of course, taking you through the game. 
So let's see how it goes a little bit later on, uh, but I'm pretty sure we'll be doing that. So I look forward to joining you for that later on. Right. Uh, we'll be back very shortly with some more Arsenal related content. Don't forget to subscribe, like the video. You know the drill by now and we'll be back very, very soon. Uh, let us know in the comments. Diego Costa, yes or no? Until next time. Take care. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler. And you're listening to Harry.